Apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for... What the hell is going on? The people are having a cow. Why in the hell would you do this now? Overturn Roe v. Wade? (laughs) The timing couldn't be worse. The media will twist and turn this. You know they are perverse. They will say this is attack on women's rights. They will say that it's a step back. And the Republicans are using their might. They... uh, The case may have been wrong, but who the hell cares for people to stand for freedom, rights, and prayers? Do what you want, and no government should step in. But now you want the government to regulate sin? (laughs) Forgive and love each other, no matter what. Live in the path of your faith and your mouth. Just keep it shut. Yeah. (laughs) You fought for two years for freedom from a mask? Now you want to regulate others? My God! Tonight, I'm going to take you to task. Yes, sir. I will will say this, and it's a prediction. You just separated us more. And you will see more segregation. The people will split and live where they have a say. Like moving to Florida to escape a light on crime (laughs) DA. Your hypocrisy is boundless, and I just no longer can. Guess what? I'm on independent Republicans. You just lost this man. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am the newly independent Jim Battisti, and lad over there is Joe Aguirre, who I see shaved his beard, and it looks really good. <laughs> if it seems like I'm not happy today, that's because I'm friggin' not. 
Okay, guys, I just got to tell you, and this is why. Everybody remember this guy? Everybody? Anybody? Hold on. Can we show this? There you go. That's right. Let's remember this guy and his freedom of speech. Or let's remember this guy and his freedom to wear, you know, to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Oh, let's, let's not forget this, right? Just say no. You guys screamed for three freaking years, right, about no masks, no freaking shots, no vaccines, my body, my choice. That was from a pro uh, no mask rally, by the way, just to let everybody know. <laughs> oh, my child, my choice, right? Oh, no freedom, no lockdowns, no masks, no tests, no vaccines. But now, now you're going to tell other people what to fucking do. Are you out of your freaking hypocritic mind? Let me show you something here, Joe. And this is what's already scary. I can't make this any bigger. I'm sorry. As of today, as of this afternoon, take a look at this map. You see all those ones in red? We're out. We're just banning abortions. We're just banning abortions. That's what that is. The ones, the Arizona, it looks like, and the ones with the stripes, they're putting on smaller time limits or shorter, shorter, uh, 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 they're putting on more restrictions is yep. what I should say. I think one of them is doing uh, six weeks, which, again, if you've ever gotten anybody pregnant, nobody knows it's six weeks that they're pregnant. And if you know by six weeks that you're pregnant, you won't have time to get an abortion. So you're stuck. Joe, you know, I have been consistent as gravity on this show, and I like to think that I have been, right? I mean, I'm sorry. Let me get, let me get rid of that. There you go. I'm all about freedoms, right? I've been all about freedom of speech, freedom of choice, freedom of this, freedom that. You know what I'm saying? I have been about that. And I have been consistent in saying that I have been pro-choice. I'm pro-choice for one reason. Not because I like abortion. I don't. I personally would never have an abortion. I personally don't. I personally believe life begins at conception. That's my personal belief. But who the hell am I to tell you? That that's right or that's wrong. Just like, and I'm saying this, right? I'm going to put it out there, right? Who the hell are you to tell me what a man and a woman is? I've been saying that since the beginning of this show, too. I have nothing wrong. I have no problems with transgenderism. Just be happy. That's all I care about, right? But don't tell me that a woman is a man and a man is a woman. That's that's what I've been saying. It's my freedom to say, nope, biology says there's two chromosomes. That's it, right? I can say that. I, that doesn't make me a bad person, right? Yep. But now, and that's, you know, and that's along the lines of what a lot of people are saying. Ben Shapiro says that, right? Don't tell me what I can and can't say. But now we're going to tell you what you can and can't do. That's yeah, uh, the, the, the hypocrisy the, here is uh, literally off the charts. Off the freaking charts. I, and I'll off tell you, charts. again, let's throw abortion out the window for a minute. Let's just say they, they, they picked something else to, to do. Again, this was a Supreme Court decision. Supreme Court decisions, the way this works is that's final. Every single justice, all nine of them, when they when they got in their in their their confirmation hearings, all said that they respected the law of the land and they respected precedent. Four, uh, five of them lied. Five of them betrayed their word and what they said 
the day that they got uh, their confirmation hearings. And I, and I find that disappointing. And, you know, when the leak came out, I said to you, look, this is a weird slippery slope. And I know you hate when I say that to you about your stuff. This literally now has become a slippery slope. They're already talking about adding contraceptives. They're talking about gay marriage and doing the same thing where, again, we can make these state-by-state decisions. And, of course, that's only going to lead to chaos because, again, you're going to go and you're going to find situations where you're married here, but you're not married there. And you can have weed here, but not there. You can get an abortion here, but not there. Thank God, uh, last April, kind of in anticipation of this, I suppose, the state of Connecticut passed some laws that, number one, would protect anybody traveling out of state to come to Connecticut. They won't release your medical records to your state, so your state would have no way of knowing that you were here to do that. They also won't provide to that other state the providers or anybody associated with the procedure. So the state of Connecticut already kind of got ahead of this, but 40 states are banning this. This thing that, um, again, when we talk about grandfather clauses, your mom and your mom's mom, this has all been in their lifetime. This was a, a law for 50 some odd years and now you're like, it, it's it's not a good look. It's not how the Supreme Court works. <laughs> you don't get to arbitrarily go back in time and decide you're going to change something. It yeah, <laughs> Sketchy peasant is back. The Republican Party wants to take America in the DeLorean, hit 88 miles an hour and go back to 1950. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days is what they call them. That, of course, also is... Before the civil rights movement, the 1950s. Don't let that get lost on anybody. Well, you might not want to bring that up. I'm I'm just saying, you might not want to bring that up. Because the party that voted for Jim Crow and all that was the Democratic Party, but... Anyways, we, we yeah, when they were the, that's not... When they were the conservatives, right. That's 100%. not... That's not no, okay, let's not digress off the topic here, right? Let's say, I, I just can't... Fair. Right, I just... Look at again. If somebody ever asked me if they should get an abortion, I would tell them no. Right? I would. I would. I'm just being honest. No, I don't believe in that. Give the baby away. Give it to an adopt. Put it up for an adoption. Like I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I think it was when we first started talking about this. What is there? Forty thousand people right now are waiting to adopt a baby. Like it's thousands. It's like in the tens of thousands, if not more. Right. So that's what I would that would be my personal advice. Right. I'm not telling anybody else to do that. I don't care what you freaking say. You say whatever the hell you want. But that's what I would give as an advice. Right. Don't ever have an abortion. I don't believe in it. I believe life begins at conception. That's my personal belief. And the key word there is personal. Right. (laughs) It's not Joe's belief. And Joe doesn't have to believe that. Why doesn't Joe have to believe that? Because, again, consistent is gravity. I went to war and fought for the right for Joe not to have to freaking just uh, step in line here. He can choose whatever he wants. He can think whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. Thanks to people like me. And if you support people like me, if you support your military, because really all we are 
is a police force to defend your rights, then you should freaking celebrate that. And you should not try to freaking stifle that. Right? So again, Joe, I got to go back to the, 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 the power of the government today is no longer with the people. It has been stripped away. Right? Stripped away. Okay, if my wife gets raped and gets pregnant, would you raise the rapist baby too? I would give the freaking baby away. Life begins at conception, right? And that's just, I'm not telling you, Frank, that you have to do that. I'm not telling you there needs to be a law. I'm not saying that at all. I'm telling you that's just my personal belief. But I'm not telling anybody else what to freaking believe. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, so I want to talk about, just for a minute, and I've got a graphic here. Um, there are, for children who are adopted, most of them are actually going to age out. One in five will be homeless after the age of 18. Only half will be employed by the age of 24. Per, uh, 71% of young women will be pregnant by age 21. And one in four will experience PTSD. We know the Tim Tebow's of the world and the Jimmy Batistis of the world who were adopted and have gone on and, and, and led good lives and have been super productive. That's not generally how it works. It's generally a rough experience for these kids. Can you and, do me a favor? Yeah. Can you pull up crime statistics from foster kids? Yeah, definitely. I don't know if there is such a statistic, but I guarantee you that foster kids are high in a high crime rate. When you put kids in the system, the system fails you. <laughs> I mean, that's right. We've, we've just, we've seen this. Foster care. Yeah. Uh, youth placed in group homes are two and a half more likely to get involved in the justice system. 90% of youth with five plus foster placements will enter the justice system. And how many, what's the statistics for adopted ch children? Did you pull that up? Was that part of your graph? Because I, I bet you it's lower. I bet you it's lower, right? Because you, at least you have people there that love you. Yeah, uh, this one doesn't necessarily mention crime. Uh, this uh, this one. They get abused. 3.3 million reports of violence. Um, and yet 40,000 people are waiting to adopt. Well, there's 400,000. Uh, yeah, 400,000 kids currently in the system. I mean, adoption is look. It, it's a great alternative, Jimmy. And look, I'm I like you. I don't like abortions. I think if we educated kids when they get to like the sixth and seventh grade about sexual education, and again, we're not trying to steer their preferences here, but uh, you know, if you've ever seen an after-school special. Generally speaking, when Jenny gets pregnant at 16, it's because she didn't think you could get pregnant the first time, which if you have an actual sexual education health class, that's one of the first myths that they'll hit on is that anytime a penis is near a vagina, a baby could happen. <laughs> the other thing is, is look again, the, the side that wants to keep all the babies is the side that doesn't want to educate the babies and doesn't want to educate kids about sex or doesn't want schools to. So again, you get God put the baby in there and it gets confusing for people as to how all this works, but it is simple biology. 
And I think that's important for people to understand. The other thing is when you look at the statistics on who's getting abortions, I, I, I was on a conservative radio station today, Jimmy, for four hours, and every dude that called in said the same thing, like 18-year-old sluts. And I'm like, that's look at the numbers. That's not true. Also, abortion's been going down because we do have sexual education now because kids are vastly more aware. Unfortunately, they're doing other things. So as to not have sex, and I guess somehow that even maintains their virginity, uh, or so they they claim. But every single person I talk to today, Jimmy, makes the exception for rape, incest, and if the mother's life is in jeopardy. I'm like, so what's wrong with the rest of them? Every by the way, I just right? want to say this. I want to say this. Even Texas, Alabama. Mississippi, all those red states that are uh, Mississippi didn't ban abortion. They moved it down to 15 weeks and this is how this all got started. But anyways, right. I digress. Uh, they still have the clause. If the the mother's life is in danger, it's, it's allowed just to let, but now no other extenuating circumstances are, which look, if you wanted to meet in the middle somewhere, this would be my proposal, right? As an, as a new independent, this is my answer. If electrocuting somebody is cruel and unusual punishment, then abortion is too, in my opinion, to the point, excuse me, after the point of where, Frank, I I, I just got a glimpse of what Frank wrote, wrote when we're not going to put it up on a screen and it just, it just screwed me up. <laughs> I think Frank's going to like... The sixth picture in my bit tonight. I can't You're wait. You're going to love it, Frank. When the baby feels pain, or when the fetus can feel pain, at that point, in my opinion, just mine, that becomes cruel and unusual punishment. That baby did absolutely nothing wrong. A criminal, somebody who got the electric car, murdered somebody normally, right? And it's considered cruel and unusual punishment to do it to that person. But we're going to do it to a very, very innocent fetus that hasn't even taken a step yet. That doesn't make any sense to me because that thing can still feel pain. So now, and you, and the liberals should actually like this because I'm extending the 15 week <laughs> Mississippi law, right? I'm extending it to 20 friggin' weeks. I am because that's, after, you know, that's when the studies say that a fetus can start feeling pain. So after 20 weeks, which is a half a freaking pregnancy, that's it. That's the cutoff. I think that would be a great compromise. And obviously, late termers are for life-threatening conditions, right? I, I don't know anybody who couldn't be like, you know what? I understand that point. Yes. Uh, I think everybody likes that. Here, Here's the thing. Only 23% of abortions happen after the 20th week. The right, so again, this is like not a huge problem, it's already something that we're doing. Uh, only two states even allow late term abortions, but again, th th nobody's doing that. Nobody goes in in the ninth month and they're like, nah, I'm out, I don't want to do this. No doctor would perform that abortion unless it was that, a life threatening condition, that, right, right. right? I'm saying if she just showed up a week out and was like, yeah, forget it, I changed my mind, no, no doctor would do that. I would hope not. That would be murder. Again, this idea, I hear this, I hear this on 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 conservative media a lot. 
that that they're uh, that they're there's post birth abortions. They deliver the baby and then they beat it to death with a hammer or some crazy nut, like a baby seal, right? And I'm like, that would literally be murder. Like if the baby comes out alive and you kill it, you murdered it. That's yeah, illegal. That's... Nobody's doing that again. Any Josh. abortion that happens in the third trimester is generally the mother's going to die. It's the only reason they do it. Right. I think 43 states allow for that. Um, two, anytime, and the others, no. Uh, nothing after after 20 or 24 weeks or whatever it is. And that's fine. Nobody wants to kill babies. Nobody wants to kill a baby that's viable and... You're you're looking at fingers. Nobody's doing that. It's just not happening. And and if people are, that's a small percentage of lunatics that are doing that. Somebody told me today that they've read a bunch of stories about kids who were adopted and grew up and had great lives, and the mothers loved them very much and were very happy they made the decision to. Uh, oh, well, of course you wouldn't hate a kid. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't hate a kid, and and maybe he would give you some PTSD, reminding you of what happened. But you would still love the kid. So it's a, a little adorable human, right? Like nobody's saying you wouldn't love the kid. That's insane. Again, if a woman doesn't want to be pregnant, the government shouldn't get to say you have to. That's what this is about. Plain and simple. The party that's always complaining about the government getting up in people's business. Wants the government to get up in people's business. A- again, and it's so, Jimmy, it's so inconsistent. It hurts. It hurts my head. You made the comparison to COVID. And it's like, dude, is that irony? My body, my Like, they don't even get it. I, I'm blown away by that. Again, when you ask me why I'm so critical of religion, the only group in the United States that was in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade is evangelical Christians. And it's not even by a wide margin. Okay? It's the only group in the country. So you're satisfying a small group for what's a small problem, and you're violating literally half the rights of people in the country to satisfy that. That's this is the only thing. Works. This, again, this is like, again, this is sort of tantamount to catering to transgendered people. That's right. It's right. It's a small group and screw everybody else. Again, that's lost on most people, Jimmy. And it's like, you guys don't see all the parallels to all these other things. Really? It's funny, right? I was, I, before I came on, me and my wife, my wife hates it. She loves it when I'm on the show because I can't talk to her about it because she's sick and tired of me yelling at her <laughs> about this. She really is. She's like, oh my God, just go talk to Joe. But uh, I got to tell you, man, what really really upsets me here right and it, and it does is that this is just another dividing rod right there's yep. no unity whatsoever in this country and now you just made it even worse because here's what's going to happen joe you're going to have people there's going to be mass exodus you want to see the housing market's about to go back up just to let everybody know because people are going to now move whoop, whoop. People are going to move to California. People are going to move to New York. People are going to move to Connecticut. People are going to move to very blue states. And that's what's going to freaking happen. And now you're going to have all the freaking 
red states and then you're going to have your blue states and it's going to be Which so will f- tip the population balance back in favor of all the blue states. Yes, it will. Jimmy, I read another I read another article today that I thought was super interesting and it looks at this from a completely different angle. Sports. Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi. What are they all known for? Football. College football. If you're from Connecticut or California, you want to go to Alabama, you knock a cheerleader up and, hey, you're a dad. (laughs) This impacts the guys too. And this article basically said that there's fear that that people are going to not want to go to those schools down south. Again, God forbid something should happen. You're you're in trouble. I've never I didn't think of it from that angle. Right? Well, again, you know, here's the thing, nobody thinks about the boys. You know, if your son knocks up some girl, you're probably raising that baby. So, good Joe, luck. Think about this for a second. Right? Yeah. Think about this. You made an excellent point. Nobody gives a shit about guys, right? No, never, ever. <laughs> Puppies, babies, loved unconditionally. Unconditionally. No matter what. You've never seen somebody walk up to a freaking puppy and just kick it. You just haven't, right? They love puppies, and they all everybody loves babies. Men are the only freaking creature on this first that are not loved con- unconditionally. We only get love conditional. We have to provide. We have to freaking support. We have to protect, right? Nobody gives a nope. shit about the guy. No, you're right. You're 100% right. We're the only ones that don't get loved unconditionally, and we're nobody gives a shit. It's, you know, and literally not even thinking about this from our son's standpoint that if our sons were to knock up a girl at 16, he's a dad now and his life is completely changed. Okay. Now, that's not to say that either one of us would necessarily say get an abortion. Right. But it's an option that you'd think that maybe these 16 year old kids would have. You know, I am not. Again, I, it's, I'm finding it hard. I find it hard for me to like not say no, don't have an abortion, right? Because it's my personal, that's my personal belief, right? Like I, I can't argue for, I'm having, it, I'm having a hard time arguing for not changing the law, right? Just having no laws for abortion. Like I can't argue for that. I just, my own good conscience, right? But I can't understand why... <laughs> Why in the world you would number one is a freaking population crisis going on in the world as it is. Think about that for a second. That must hurt a little bit, maybe, right? And here, so it's it's funny to me. It's extremely funny to me that all the people that don't want abortions, but they just want it banned outright, right? These evangelicals that everybody considers racist, right? These are the racist people in the country. These are the KKKs. These are the white supremacists, the proud boys, right? Okay, cool. Got it. We'll just say that they are. I don't believe that, but we'll just say that they, well, my father is one of them and he's, I know he's not a racist. Look at me. But anyways, (laughs) but, but anyways, 75% of all abortions are 
I think this was a statistic I read that 75% of all abortions happen in the black community. That's doing your job for you there, white supremacist. Yeah. Why would you want to stop that? You would think that they would love that and be big fans of it. Right. And now, if you ban abortions, you're going to have more black people running around. Not that I care about that. I don't, you know, don't anybody Dude, listen to that. There's, somewhere there's a proud boy watching this and he's like, oh, no. I hope so, dude. Like, what did we do? <laughs> like, how dumb are you people? Like, like, you're just not. They're just not smart, right? They're just not smart. And I don't under, like, I hate, I can't stand it when I, when people don't think two steps ahead, everybody in this country plays checkers. And I feel like sometimes I'm the only one that plays chess, right? Yeah. Because no, that's not a good idea because of this, this, and this, when they're just like, yeah, sounded good. Let's do it. What the hell is it? And this is our government. This yeah. is our government right now. Yeah. It sounds good. Don't worry about what happens next. Jimmy, what the hell the, is wrong with you? During the 2008 recession, I was very Republican then. I said, you know what I think? I think we should legalize gay marriage. <laughs> because they throw extravagant and expensive weddings. That would really spur the economy. Think about it, man. Like, I thought... Hey, th these people would love that, and it would spur the economy. It's a win-win. That's where my brain was at. You know, it's a, it's genius, right? Do you want freaking AOC, Bernie Sanders, those people to be like, ev for everybody in the country to be like, hold on, let's hear them out. Go on a campaign. Make marijuana the cash crop of America, right? You want to talk about green? Let's go green. M legalize marijuana in America all across the board. No matter what, make it a cash crop. Let's sell it to the rest of the world. Now, this country is still making money without fossil fuels. You're welcome there, Bernie Sanders and AOC. I love that. Listen, I'll give you one more. I, I, Dave Chappelle does a really great bit about abortion. I'll give you really? just the, the gist of it. He says, I'm not for abortion. I'm not against it. It all depends on who I get pregnant. That's a great and beautiful line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he says that men should, I'm not going to say all this stuff, but you should mind their business. Uh, it's women's right. We should mind our business. But to be fair, uh, he also believes if you decide to have the baby, a man should not have to pay for the baby. It's my money, my choice, he says. If you can kill this motherfucker, I can at least abandon him. <laughs> it's an interesting take. It, it definitely is. 33% uh, are white, 38% are black, 21% Hispanic, 7% are other. Yeah, so the blacks lead the way. And I think the stat, you're right, Fred, and I think the statistic was... Uh, uh, Within the blacks, 75% of them are within the age group. That's what it was, yeah. Okay. So within the blacks, 75% are within a certain age group. That, yeah, sorry. Thanks, Frank, for clearing I'll that up. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and when I do my bit later, it's it's actually worse than what you guys think because of those of that group, the 33% of whites, 38% of blacks, 21% of Hispanics, 
They're also the poorest of the poor in each of those demographics. Again, we're talking about people who don't have great education, don't have resources, probably have a drug problem or some other addiction or some other issue that is making things not go their way. Okay. Again, the same party who doesn't want to educate and doesn't want to provide for people just wants more babies. Again, if you watch the handmaid's tale, it's very much like Gilead. Like we want more babies. Uh, that's a weird, weird thing. We want more babies so we can put them to death. We want more babies so we could put them in jail. Like those seem to be more Republican ideals than, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, this is why, this is why I say, this is why I'm telling everybody right now, spread the word, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on every freaking social media platform you can. And you write in Jim Battisti, period. The only way we're going to start this in your own state, find a candidate, find an independent candidate that you can get behind that stands for your freaking values, stands for your morals. And we take the freaking power back from the government by writing in our candidates this year. That's it. I'm Don't telling you, vote. that would be brilliant. Do not vote for these freaking cronies. They're all freaking in bed together, right? We just take back the power. Nope, I'm not voting for who you got to tell me my choices are. I'm going to write by down the way, what we say. Here's my other scary thought. And I, we've talked about this before. The same, look, they've been chipping away at the abortion rights for years with the yeah, ultimate goal of getting rid of it. And today they succeeded. They've been working on guns for like 30 years now. Chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. I know the Supreme Court just ruled in favor of concealed carry. That's fine. There's groups out there. There's that dark money out there. This is what I keep warning people about. It doesn't matter what the right is. Whether you like it or not, there are elements out there that are trying to chip away at our rights. And they got a big one today. And they they the Supreme Court, like I said, broke precedent. And decided that a, a final Supreme Court ruling on a topic, nah, we're not, no, we're, we're changing it. That, I'm telling you, th this is just the beginning of this government getting much more involved. And for some reason, a lot of people on the right are sort of excited about that. Again, the limited government, small government people are seemingly okay with the government if it's if it's not what they want see this number i'm holding up i'm this is a prediction right you know what i'm predicting with the number four the number of supreme court justices that are about to be added we did away with this talk the republicans won right we freaking won the Republicans won on the packing the Supreme Court thing. Everybody thought it was a bad idea. Even some, even a lot of the Democrats were like, hey, hold on. It's been this way forever. Let's not change it. Well, so was fucking Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So guess what you're going to see now? All those Democrats that went, you know what? Nah, you know what? It's been nine. Let's just leave it. Now every one of those Democrats are going to be like, screw them. Give me four more. Let's get to 14. Give me four more. That you're gonna see or thirteen. I don't know how to add. That's my bad. Nine and four is thirteen. Yeah, that's right. Um, I I said suggested he packed the court months ago. Um, I, I mean, and I obviously know I am not for that. 
Yeah, listen, I know people, I know people don't like that, and I'm not for that, but again, knowing what the plan was, you're again, you're talking about something 70% of the country does not want Roe v. Wade overturned. 70%. It's the law of the land. It was the Supreme Court ruling, like, despite all of that, the Supreme Court was like, we don't care. Complete disregard for both the law, for precedent, and for just how people feel. People are okay with it. It, it, Again, it's like, and and this is my other problem with all these Republican states, constantly suing, and they're constantly suing to try to take away your rights. They do it all the time. The uh, Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, was celebrating today. They immediately banned all abortion in Texas today. He took the rest of the day off and he declared it a holiday in his office. Ken Paxton, by the way, was recently arrested and indicted on securities fraud charges. The standard in Texas is extremely low. (laughs) That guy gets to decide, like, come on, man, really? A convicted, I mean, what? We got to do better. I'm telling you, I I was saying this on on air today, Jimmy. You deserve leaders in the Republican Party that are going to talk to you about reality, that are going to live in 2022, and that are going to speak the truth. You know, we now know from January 6th that every single person around Donald Trump told Donald Trump he lost fair and square. Yeah. Yeah. There was no reason for him to continue saying that. Zero. And he knew it wasn't true. And that's my biggest problem right now with the January 6th thing is this guy, here's the other bad thing. They raised about $230 million based off of January 6th. It was like some defense fund. You know where that money went? Please don't tell me him. All Trump allies. Yep. Okay. They threw a little bit of money at a couple congressional races. All the rest of it, he's just doling out to cronies. Like, I I, I don't... That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Because everybody freaking does that. Everybody takes their freaking money, and everybody doles it out to whoever the frig they want. Yeah, but based, know, on a I mean, giant, based on a giant lie, Jimmy, I saw a poll today. 66% of Americans think that our democracy is on the verge of fail. And would you believe more Republicans think that than Democrats? Well, it's a good thing that we're and not the a reason is, Jimmy, right, so the reason one, is those people are stupid. But. Two and three Republicans believe Joe Biden stole the election of 2020. Two out of three Republicans believe that today. Without a shred see, of evidence. No idea where you're getting your numbers, man. I really don't because I don't I ever. Can, see, you want me to email this to you? Sure, because I don't see that. I just don't. I, I I don't hear this on the news. I don't hear this anywhere. Even my freaking Midwestern friends, even my Texas friends, you know, my friends down in Florida and South Carolina. I was in the military, so I we're all over the place. I don't hear none of these guys are very red, by the way, right? They're not saying that. Like, I don't like, I don't understand where all these people like, dude, I'm talking Missouri Midwest. I think, I think the, listen, for people who are not paying attention for people who don't 
you know, don't really care, but they kind of care. They lean maybe more right than left. They hear the stuff. They believe it. They don't look it up. They don't care. It sounds right. And they just carry it on about their day. And someone's like, do you think the Democrats won the election fair and square? No. Based on what? I don't know. I literally had a lady today told me that they had suitcases of illegal votes. She saw it on TV. And I said, ma'am, not everything you see on TV is real. <laughs> okay. I explained to her that Donald Trump made that up. She asked where all the over, where all the, all the, the mail-in ballots came from. I was like, you realize that military oh, votes yeah. by mail, right? They're the For biggest years, ones. I did yes. for years, yeah. Yes. We like mail-in voting because you guys deserve the right to vote when you're overseas. <laughs> and there's yeah. never been a problem with you guys voting overseas. There's never been any fraud with that. So I will there's, say this. By the way, there's very little voter fraud, period. Okay. It's even lesser when it's mail-in ballots because they do double-check everything. They have to. So... To say that there's not voter fraud is is a false. It's a false. That's there like is, saying there's. Right? It's like saying there there's no welfare fraud. Again, it's a small percentage. Exactly. It's not a rampant Thank problem. You. It's Correct. tiny. Yeah. It's a tiny percentage, right? And yeah. the number of votes. Look at guys. I wanted. I did not want Joe Biden to win. Right. I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but I did not want Joe Biden to win. Right. And you weren't way but, off on that, by the way. <laughs> but the mar, you know, if it was like a, if it was like a couple hundred thousand votes, okay, we can have this discussion. But eight million is a number that yeah. you're not gonna, you can't fraud eight million and get away Al, and not get caught. Al Gore conceded the election with a five hundred vote count differential. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. 500 vote differential. And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. I lost. Yikes. Uh, again, where dude, are we now? 255, even a half a million votes. You could, there could, there could be an argument because, yeah. you know, there is a small percentage of voter fraud. 8 million is not a small percentage. That's more, that's, that's more votes than registered voters in the state of Connecticut. Just so that you know. I think he said there were 3 million illegal votes cast, like by illegal aliens. You could double is a good number. You could, you could double that number and, and still he still lose. loses. Exactly. So, you know what? Get over it. Again, dude, and here's the other thing, right? The Dominion machines that supposedly changed the votes didn't change the vote for any other Republican candidate. Herschel Walker, who's a Trump guy, just won his primary on those same exact machines. That's right. That's right. How do you explain that, Mike Lindell? <laughs> See, I love when you your sources like you like you bring up Mike Lindell. You know, I don't even want to get into that. You know what we do have to do? We have to get in the break because I'm excited to get to your segment. So after the break, Joe's two minutes of crap. Stick around, guys. There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing 
all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. Well, they've done it. This is what we warned you about back in 2016. You remember, what's the worst that could happen? I talked to Bob Duff today. He's Connecticut Senate Majority Leader. He warned me that politicians who say they respect the law of the land are using code. An ally would say he completely supports women's rights. Now, I've been saying since the draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was leaked that I'm deeply concerned about the Supreme Court taking away a constitutional right. I mean, seriously, what's next? They're talking about marriage and contracts. By the way, that's Thomas Jefferson dressed as a pimp. They're talking about marriages and contraceptives. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee has been saying it for weeks Banning abortion isn't enough. She wants all of us to do what her preacher says Jesus did. And that's the other problem. Jesus' whole shtick was not judging people. If you think abortion is what sluts use as contraception or that having sex means you have to deal with the consequences, you clearly haven't seen the stats. Between 2008 and 2014, overall, U.S. abortion rates have declined by 25% from women ages 15 to 44 and the abortion rate among women poor women remains the highest of all groups examined in this study at 36.6 abortions per 1,000 women of reproductive age abortion has become increasingly con- concentrated among poor women who accounted for 49 percent of patients in 2014 you want more stats There are currently 400,000 kids in the foster care system today 90 percent of those families, Uh, who adopt kids, receive government assistance. Only 4% of those kids get a college degree. Half of them are going to age out with no prospects and no support. Uh, The party that doesn't support family leave, they don't support Head Start programs or even education in general, and yet they want to pretend that they care about kids. It's not about your religion and and, and pushing your beliefs on others. Abortion isn't in the Constitution, but it's not in the Bible either. You don't get to pick and choose. I always talk about consistency. The Supreme Court just isn't. Yesterday, they decided states can't make their their own laws to conceal and carry, but they can make their own laws about abortion. That's why confidence in the Supreme Court is at an all-time low. Stolen seats, justices jammed in before elections. This guy, Mitch McConnell, he went along with all the Trump's bullshit in the hopes that he would get the justices to overturn Roe v. Wade. He risked our democracy and our country for this. We got sold out. By everybody. Yeah, freaking everybody. And it's it's if you don't see what's going on in this country right now, ladies and gentlemen, you're literally blind. Rights are being taken away. 
They are literally being stripped before your eyes. And half of this goddamn country is celebrating it. But yet they want to stand up for rights of no, not wearing a freaking mask. By the way, you messed up my picture thing for a minute. I just need to explain this. I talked about adopted kids being successful. And then I talked about kids uh, not having support and opportunities. That's another picture of Tim Tebow, but that's what the Jaguars. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I missed one. That's a good one. No, it's a good, but I wanted people to see that because I pulled that picture and I thought if I can embarrass Tim Tebow tonight, I've done my job. I'm just kidding. You know, look, Tim Tebow's mom's told the story again, like Jimmy Batiste, man, their moms had the baby and put them up for adoption and it worked out great. And adoption, I think, is a beautiful thing. And if a woman is willing to give a baby up for adoption, I certainly think that should be one of the choices she should consider. Well, now it's one of the only ones she has uh, uh, other than keeping it. So there you go. <laughs> nice one. That was, yeah. good one. that was good. Do you want to see another uh, adoption success story? I do. That's me, by the way. I don't know if you can see that. That's me. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> uh, I saw you got your third, your third credit. Is that my correct? Third, yeah, my third movie credit. IMDb. I did. That's uh, yeah. And uh, there should be a couple more coming soon, hopefully. So yeah, I'm working. I am. It's 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 going well. Not as well as I'd hoped it would or wanted to, but I can't complain. I've been uh, lucky. So. Yeah, yeah, you've gotten off to a pretty good start, man. I know people who have acted for like 10 years and got nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> you're way ahead of the game. Um, and you'll, you know what? Your your big role's got to be coming. I, You know, I hope so, man. I do. I really, uh, I hope so. And then you know, who knows where we go from there. But I, I will reveal one secret of yours. Jimmy wants nothing more than to be like a Marvel supervillain. Yes. Yeah. He would love to play the guy that kills Chris Evans or Oh my god, to kill Captain America. That would be right? the greatest role. Yes. Ever. Yes. I am a Captain America fan. I, I am a Marvel's Avenger fan. I do not like Chris Evans in that role. I just I don't think I mean he look, I thought he was good in the first Captain America, but like come starting, you know. Starting the Avengers, he just became such a dick, in my opinion, right? And I'm like, that's not Captain America. Captain America was never a dick. You need a long black cigarette on a stick. One of those guys. Maybe a monocle. And I think Jimmy B, Lord of the Underworld. Yeah, that guy's scary. And he kills (laughs) Captain America, who probably eventually comes back and kills you. But, you know, it'll be a cool couple summers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. But yeah, dude, I'm pretty happy about that, right? I was on a real high. I got cast in another I just got cast in another movie, right? And uh I was riding a real high and I turned on the fucking news and Roe v. Wade is overturned. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like you've got to be kidding me. Like I knew when the uh, uh the Supreme Court opinion leak happened, this was a real possibility, right? But I'm like yeah. There's no way there's no way you're 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 placating to a group of 25 percent of the population that's not going to win you any votes 
that that's not going to put you back in power. What it's going to do is solidify the the Democrats can do whatever they want right now. Build Back Better is about to go through. Just letting yeah. everybody know because nobody cares anymore. You just the Republican Party is just shot themselves in the foot. Really, you remember last week I I ticked off some numbers here, and one of the numbers was independents right now are slightly leaning 32 27 to the right with a three and a half plus minus in the poll so for all intents and purposes it could be less than five percent um 40 percent of them undecided and i i don't think this changes the hearts and minds of those people i honestly uh, think this is they lost yeah, those 40% is, are now going blue. One of the things I was reading earlier today it was another really cool poll. I'll send you all the stuff. It's all the show prep I was doing today, but 75% of independents want the two parties to compromise. And the numbers from each party are ridiculous. Uh, Democrats, independents, they all want bipartisanship. The lowest number, Republicans, was like 64%. Um, 88% of Republicans want Democrats to compromise, but only 60% would want to acquiesce to the Democrats at all. And it's like, do you not know what compromise means? They don't. Joe. Right? They it's like, don't. I'm going to just stand firm and get my way. And then when people say I'm entitled, I'll act like I don't understand what that means. <laughs> so I, I'm telling you, I predicted this weeks ago that this is the year of the independent. This is going to be the year of the independent. And I will tell you an interesting story off the air because I don't want to mention any <laughs> names because this person actually is an, a, a politician. Right. Ooh, I love it. And I saw him in an event that I was doing and uh, he came up and he said hi because he knew I was a veteran and uh, we got to talking. The independents in the state of Connecticut haven't picked a candidate yet. You know what he told me? Give this guy a call. He gave me his number, gave me his name, his email. He's like, give this guy a call. I promise you they'd probably run you. Let's call that guy. I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, Let's start the revolution today. I'm telling you, dude, if we could get one independent elected over the, the two candidates anywhere in America would be a huge win, and it would be a huge step forward. Everybody knows. Everybody knows by now these parties need to split both of them in half. Yeah. You can have a far-left party, a normal liberal party, <laughs> a normal Republican party, and a lunatic right-wing party. But break it down in the force. You know, you we to. need more choices. And again, that should only open up the opportunities for independents or even other parties that want to form would give them uh, more than a fighting chance at this point. You know, I was always uh, for a long time, I was always a two party system guy. Right. I, I still am. I think that two parties are necessary. Right. I think you just can't have one party dominate and run a country they want because that's not a republic. Right. Uh but I'm starting to think that more might be better. More parties, more diversity, I guess, if you want to use that word. I don't like that word in the slightest. But, well, diversity uh, is nice when you're applying it to groups, not, not individuals. 
Okay, I'll buy that. Uh, Dude, because look, here's the thing, right? I like guns. I like guns. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-gay marriage. Um, I don't know. Um, And I I want a tight border. I want border security. So what party am I in? My party. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think there's, there's room for different versions of, you know, liberal Republicans or, you know, I know they call themselves moderates or whatever, but like there's, there's room to break some of these down so that you don't have to just be in a box where it's like, well, they, they, 86% of the things you like they're for and the other stuff suck up for us or you're a communist. I've always said that I was a, a fiscal conservative and a social liberal. Right. And I think if that's a great compromise because your fiscal conservativeness will limit your liberal programs and all that stuff, right? So people are happy about that. Well, the conservatives are happy about that. All right, we're going to keep that in check. All right, right? But I'm also saying, you know, all right, cool. We're not going to use the money for that. Let's use the money for this and make these social programs, these these mental health facilities to help veterans, to help the homeless. You're talking about a libertarian. Oh, there you go. There That's what it is. is. Yeah. Oh, I yes. couldn't put my name. I couldn't That's put exactly mind. what it is. Libertarian. Dang oh, it. God bless America. And you can do whatever. You can say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. As long as you don't break the rules of the law and you don't hurt other people. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Make you want. All I want is for people to be happy. That's it. Happy. If you want to be gay, be gay. You want to be transgender, be transgender. You want to be, you know, I don't care, right? And here's the thing about this, right? Like, how many people really care about gay marriage anymore? Yeah, I think people are kind of just fine with it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it takes the conservatives a little while. But they eventually always come around. Always. It's just progression. It's just the natural progression of life, right? And they'll come around with this too. They're just, they're literally fighting tooth and nail, man. They are holding on to that last bastion of whiteness, of white power, white conservative power. And that's all it is, right? Even if today's decision goes on for the next 50 years, let's say, eventually somebody's going to come along and be like, no. (laughs) And it's going to be acceptable. Just like, just there's no law that I can't say the word fag. We just don't. It's just not socially acceptable. And but there's no law. There's no law saying that you know that I can't say a lot of things. <laughs> I won't say many more. <laughs> but yeah, we please don't. don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we just it's just socially not acceptable, right? So it's yep. just taking it's taking it'll take the Mitch McConnell's, the Chuck Grassley's to how do I say retire. This? Yes, Retire. thank you. There you go. Retire permanently, right? Yeah, go, uh, go, go back to the farm, so to speak. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah. You know, and and you'll see, and it'll it'll change back, and the pendulum will swing again, and but but that's the way because that's the way it just always it always is. But right now, it's just you're just dividing. That's all we're doing in a very divided country. All you did today was divided even more, if nothing else. If nothing, if we don't want to talk about rights, 
we don't want to talk about conception at birth or whatever or viability. All right, fine. Let's not talk about it. All you did today was divide a country even more. That's it. And they know they did that. And and uh, if you read Samuel Alito's decision, he was almost um, being a little condescending in it. Not not a good look. Again, there's a reason why the Supreme Court is historically uh, or, or or is being viewed negatively at a historically low level. And I'll just point out, it's been a conservative court for years now okay so the negative numbers are because of the conservative court and not for any other reason it's the things that they're doing i'm telling you listen i grew up very conservative a conservative court is a terrible idea you want conservatives on a court you got to keep balance and courts should always be balanced i think okay but here's a good one miranda rights you know where those came from? Court. Uh, a, a, an activist liberal court gave you your Miranda rights. Most of the good things that we got came from liberal activist judges. Conservative courts generally rule in favor of religion and other, other things that don't necessarily pertain to the average citizen. They generally side with corporations over people. You don't want a conservative court. Again, for most people, they think Second Amendment is the first thing that comes to mind. It's like Supreme Court does a lot more than that. <laughs> you know? That's there's, all. A, there's more amendments than just one and two. I'm just Sometimes, yeah. Some, well, do it again, right? Everybody knows one and two. Yeah. Some people, even five, get they are like, I don't know. Is that literally pleading the fifth? Is that real? Could that be? Yes. Most people don't know any of the other ones. Right. You might know 13 because you've seen the documentary about slavery. Tip, tip. Maybe you know 14 from this, you know? We've talked otherwise, about the 14. Yeah. Otherwise, people, 25th, you know, because they almost pulled it out on Trumpy a couple of times. But <laughs> otherwise, we don't really know. Everybody loves the Constitution. Nobody knows what the fuck it says. And, he, like, dude, the best thing is, and I know, I, I again, in talking to people today, no abortion is not in the Constitution, but like, most of the stuff, like even even the whole thing about the right to bear arms. What does that mean? Does that mean in your home, outside of your home? Can I limit you bringing that to a school or a public building, or am I? Nobody even knows what that means. <laughs> also, the part about a well-regulated militia, huh? Dude, when they wrote that in 1789, a well-armed militia was not like the Proud Boys, right? right? They weren't thinking about like that. They were thinking about, you know, again, the, people have to understand the Revolutionary War and the history of the colonies for any of this stuff to make sense. Again, the Third Amendment's the Quartering Act. I'll make right it. I'll make. I'll make it easier for you. I'll make it easy for him. All right, check this out. A well-armed militia is formed to defend a country, right, from a foreign enemy. Yeah, which the Proud Boys, fit, which fit what was happening, by the way, in 1789. Yeah, I don't know what, what are the Proud Boys doing. They're defending <laughs> not like, that's that. Not, that's not a militia, right? That's a gang, guys. All right, that's not a militia. That's a gang. You, know what I mean, I'll form a militia, right? And I can have us, and we will be like the freaking. And I will make us, you know, like the Marine Corps of yeah. Connecticut. Funny, right? Defend... That's a militia. It's a militia 
you change those white guys to black guys, and it's, it's a, gang. a gang. 100% it's a gang. No one's calling them a militia. Funny a how point. that works. It's a good point. And all I'm trying to be, Jimmy, and I love you forward too, the consistency. It's got to be. It's got to apply to everything or nothing. That's yep. where yep. I'm at. Yep. You're 100%. So we are in an hour and three minutes, Joe. You want to keep going? Because we could talk about this all night. I do actually have Judge Alito's opinion pulled. I wish I could turn this freaking light off. There you go. I do have it right there. You can't see it. But I was reading it, right? The Supreme Court of the United States, syllabus, Dobbs State, you know, Dobbs versus. Uh, yeah. What's the other name? By the way. Uh, Clarence Thomas Jackson, wrote a yeah. Thomas uh, uh, Clarence Thomas wrote a concurring opinion. He was agreeing with this for a different reason. And by the way, he's the one that's freaked people out today because he's talked about reviewing due process across the board. <laughs> he literally wrote that in that decision as his concurrent argument that due process in general should be reviewed all across the board. It's like, what is this guy planning? You want to see a coup? You want you want to see a real coup? You want to see a real military militia? You want to see real like uh, insurrection? Screw a due process, man, because that would be like the last straw. You know what I'm saying? Like today was bad. Today was extremely bad. 70, 60, What was it? Sixty percent of or seventy? 70. Don't agree. Yes, seventy percent of Americans. Seventy. That's not all on the coast, guys. Right. That's not just on the coast. So think about that. Let's talk. Sketchy asked this before, and I, I, I popped it up and we didn't get to it, but the country's taking major steps back. Again, that's in the eye of the beholder. I agree with it, but we're more divided than ever. Do you think uh, we will ever become united again? And I do. And I think it's a lot like what Jimmy just said. I think as the government continues to try to screw with people, it's going to backfire in their face. If, if we've learned, and if the Republicans have learned anything in the last four years, it's, you don't know how to read some of these people. They just assumed, even after the, they didn't support Trump, he was claiming election fraud, they went to Georgia, and they just thought, yeah, we'll just coast through this, and took a lumping. They thought the people were supporting the Republican Party, it was Trump they were supporting. And you have to, you either separate the two or you embrace the two. And that's the spot the Republicans find themselves in. Mitch McConnell would like nothing more than to move on. And you've got the DeSantis's and the, and the Crenshaw's of the world, Matt Gates, who just won't let him go. Lauren Boebert and the other one, you go. they won't let him go. And the, the, again, these people are not loyal to the Republican Party. They're, they're loyal to Trump. And so I think they're in a real situation where they either have to continue to double down on the Trump stuff or completely snap away and, and worry that 20% of the party's not going to come vote anymore. You know what, Joe? Remember I said earlier, checkers, not chess. So for people like that Bobart chick or uh, uh, Crenshaw that are like first-termers, brand new, right? They should start thinking about something. They want to be around a lot longer, right? They want to be the Mitch McConnell's. They want to be the Nancy Pelosi's. Trump is only going to be around for four years. That's it. The most he can be around after at all is four more years. 
Right. What are you going to hold your, where are your morals? Where are your values? Where are your constitution's land? In four more years, and he's gone, and he's an afterthought, right? Because you can't do anything in. You can't do anything else. What are you going to do then? Like, where? what are you going to run on then? They have no morals. They have no standards. They have no freaking, uh, uh, they have no credibility, in my opinion, because they're basing all their decisions on somebody who's only going to be around for the next four years, possibly. Yeah. That's stupid to me. That's checkers. That's not chess. You know what I'm saying? And this is our United States government, right? That are playing checkers with our lives. And it is time to take the power back. It is, this is a government for the people and by the people. And we need to take it back. You need to write, you need to write in the best candidate that you can come up with. Screw the parties, right? I mean, if, if the guy that you find is a Democrat, then he's a Democrat. Then write that Democrat in. If the guy you find is Republican, write that Republican in. But do not vote for the freaking same old system that is breaking us right now. Right. You're going to be offered an incumbent versus some other jerk off that exactly. one of the one of the two parties chose. We're saying find somebody else. There's got to be somebody in your state who's super capable. Write that person's name in. And like I said, let us know who you're thinking about and we will make a push on this because we want to see this happen. And I'm, I, and I, I'm telling you, I think it's important for both parties to see that people are sick of the politics. People want compromise. People want solutions, not there division. And neither party's doing anything in the way of uniting this country. So I do think eventually they're going to push the wrong buttons and they're going to push us all together. And that's going to be where we, where we unite together, both sides against the government. Right. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like they're going to, it's going to be the next thing you're going to see is all right, no more. Uh, they're going to take a freedom of speech right away. Right. They're not going to be able to do this or do the information board. They're going to push the information board. And everybody's going to be like, yo, hold on. And that's going to be like something that drastic will have to happen where to, for the people to be like, all right, enough of these stupid games. Really? I hate to say this too, but some either terrorist attack or some sort of political violence. I hate to say it, Jimmy, but some sort of political violence, maybe a lot of kids get killed in it. That would might be the kind of thing where people are like, what are we doing? What are we See, doing? I hate that it's got to come to that. I don't, th- I, dude. I, so you say that, but I, Sandy Hook happened and people are still divided over gun rights. So, well, again, we were in that situation where there were people like Alex Jones who were out there saying that that shit was not real. And a lot of people believe that. Yeah. And. Again, that's where the information war began, where they were like, oh, it's all liberal. Cons-. Like, dude, the, the liberals are not anywhere near that fucking competent that they could have ever pulled any of that off. <laughs> there is no way. They're not that smart. No, they're not, not at all. They would have gotten caught today. Yes. With, with the amount of technology, cameras, and all that crap around right now. You, they would have. They're not that smart. They would have been not. caught in a day. You're 100 yes. percent right. So yes. the 
the only conclusion you can come with is real because they're dumb. And we need to change that, Joe. We need to change it. I don't know how we go and push this. I'm going to go, maybe we do a Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of crap push, you know, hashtag write in, you know, and that's going to be the oh, new hashtag. Hashtag write in. That's it. That's exactly okay. it. There you go. Everybody who's watching or listening, s- spread the word on this because I'm serious. You know, we've got like six months. Not even. Five, five months to, yeah. to rattle the cage here. Let's do this. We got five months, man. Let's do hashtag writing. Otherwise, you know what? More of the same. More of the same. More of the same and we'll deserve it. Just like we'll we deserve, deserve what we're getting right now. Yes. Yes. We, we, you know, again, for, I know, listen, I, I will say this. I, I've heard from enough people on the right, like, dude, again, kind of trying to figure out how does this, how does this end? Some want it to end in a civil war too, which is a little scary, but people are, are uncomfortable on both sides with the, the mood in this country. Absolutely. 100%. And I really, I mean, I'm telling you, I don't, I, I think people are starting to kind of get over the whole thing. Me too. And I'm telling you, that spells bad news for the politicians. Hashtag right in, boys and girls. Hashtag right in. And We've then, had it. We've had it. We're done. Just put the whoever you want in. Right? Hashtag. Rattle Jim. the cage, baby. That's right. I'm taking this to freaking, I'm taking this to the new, I'm taking this national. How can I do that? I got to take this national. I love it. I'm telling you, this is, you know this what? is a Screw great it. idea. We got to use, we just got to use social media. It's out there, right? Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, uh, what's the other one there? TikTok. I'm going to pull the team together. We're going to, we're going to have to produce some TikToks and things. We're going to have to go viral. Yep. I think we have to. Everybody listening and watching, you better share it because we're going to start a movement and we're going to take our country back. And it's not for our benefit. It's not for any benefit, right? I don't give a shit. I just want everybody to be able to be free, happy, and live their freaking lives without government interference. And if that takes me being elected to tell everybody else to shut the hell up, and I will, if you know me, I will, (laughs) then I'll do it if that's what the people want. Oh, and here's my other idea, right? This will be the best one, too. Does anybody know what's in this opinion? Does anybody know what's actually in Build Back Better? Did anybody actually read what's in the, the coronavirus packages, relief packages? Of course not. Who has time to read 24 freaking page document, right? On nothing, basically. So I will dedicate a channel to that. Here's where you go. Here's where you can watch and somebody will sit there and explain it to you. And then you can vote in on your phone, just like American Idol. We can pick American Idols in one night with millions and millions of votes, but we can't pick what laws we like and dislike. Oh, dude, I, I, I've thought this for a long time. It's time to like, we got to start because here's the thing. Look, if, if, if they would have made abortion, a constitutional amendment, then, then, then we'd have been fine. We wouldn't have had a show tonight, but <laughs> sure. Uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, listen, that's that was really funny. Um, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I, I just 
I worry about what's next and I worry about what's coming. And I'm telling you, it's no coincidence. Again, if you look at some of the verbiage here, it's scary. Like there, there's definitely more bad stuff coming, but I'm serious. When I say it's high time where the majority rules. And I think, you know, again, there are certain topics and they should go up for public vote. Simple as that. I don't these, agree. If these people can't do the job themselves. Right. Then we should do the job and we'll tell them what they have to vote for and make it that much easier. Well, that's what. Yes, I, I agree. Right. And that's because we're a republic. We are a representative republic. What you're talking about with the whole majority rules is a straight democracy. And you can't do that. Right. Because then California and New York get to make up all the rules for the entire country. Yeah. But if we're just so, going state by state. Yes. Then that's fine. Right. Right. What, have your little state competition and, and pick your laws. I mean, that's what it is anyways. Right. I mean, that's how you vote in and people like this person better. So they're going to vote for him. He wins the most votes. Right. So a representative republic is not far stretched from a democracy. However, we trust that our representative republic our representatives know what's best. And right now they don't know shit. And they, I mean, we trusted these people even back in the 1970s and 80s when everybody knew that they were scumbags, right? Everybody said politicians are all scumbags, but we still trusted them to make the best decision for us. And for the most part, they did. Now, if that is completely gone away, that is completely reversed. These people are being praised. They're being like put up on high like they're gods, right? These people are being like, oh, no, they they speak the truth and Dude, no, not, not one politician speaks the fucking truth. Not one. All right. So we need to get over that crap. Well, here's we the to... other thing. The Democrats have known for months this was coming. True. They've done nothing. In I mentioned earlier, the state of Connecticut, as soon as that leak came out, the legislature was like, oh, we'll put, and they passed some bills, Bill 5414, I think it was, uh, to put protections in. Uh, for people who come out of state to Connecticut for, and, and for the abortion providers. I mean, immediately that day, Connecticut, bam, done, and it was covered. The Democrats in Washington did nothing. Well, they didn't want to because they just wanted to sit back and watch the Republicans shoot themselves in the foot, which get a lot, they did. Sure, but and you also you get a lot more money if it happens. So now we got a rally to stop the... Blah, blah, blah. That's right. That's right. They're playing. They're playing with us for votes. And that's, we got to take the power back, ladies and gentlemen. We got to stop this crap. We got to stop the divide, right? That's going to be my slogan. Stop the divide. Hashtag write in. There you go. We got to write in these people. We got to take the freaking power back. It has been an hour and 18 minutes of just blasting the government, which Joe and I love to do. Right. And there's not been a lot of argument. I could actually I could have argued with you on a couple points you made, but I didn't want to tonight. <laughs> but, hey, it was I, I think it was productive. I think that we're going to start that movement. We need to start that movement. Stop the divide. Hashtag right in. We're going to take this national people got to stop being bootlickers. Go ahead and stop that. expand. I'm telling you, stop stop rolling over and letting the government lump you over the head. You 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 should have a mind of your own. Use it. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I push education every week that we're on this show. It doesn't just mean in school, right? And after in the colleges and crap like that, go out and educate yourself on what's going on in this country. And if you don't want to read, watch C-SPAN, get off of freaking Fox, get off of CNN and MSNBC, watch C-SPAN when they're actually debating these laws, that these bills, nobody watches that, but yet they're doing it for you. Just watch it. Educate yourself on what's going on. Educate yourself on the political, the, the political climate right now is literally controlling people's lives where it used to be people's lives controlled politics, right? Politics was always downwind of the people. It's not that way anymore. People are now downwind of politics. By the way, this is what's wrong with political correctness because liberal versus conservative is mentally handicapped. It's a lot funnier if it's liberal versus conservative is retarded. <laughs> which is you know what i mean it's just it's not quite the same also uh larry did a really good job of predictive texts divided we stand so divided we fall very good very good that's right and one last message from larry if you want to educate yourself start loving your neighbors yes have respect for people and there you go you know mind your business and tell them to mind theirs and everybody will be fine it's not even about, I mean, yes, I agree with that hundred percent. MYOB, mind your own freaking business, right? Let me do me and I'll let you do you, right? But it's not even about minding your own business as much as it is about, all right, that's his choice. That's his choice and that's fine. That's her choice and that's fine. This is my choice. It better be freaking fine with everybody else, right? Let me choose, let me fail or succeed on my own. Let me be a dick or a nice person on my own. Trust me, you will get exposed one way or another. If you're an asshole, if you're a racist, if you're a, uh, a male chauvinist pig, if you're, you know, any one of those, you will eventually get exposed. I don't need anybody's help. I don't. Let me live my life the way I choose to live it. Let me raise my kids the way I choose to raise my kids. If I'm an asshole, I'll get exposed. That has nothing to do with you. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but you're that's 100% just my point. Correct. Yeah. But hey, Joe, I really enjoyed talking to you tonight. Today was great. You actually allowed me to uh, get out some of my anger over this today. Uh, Sketchy, thank you very much for the vote of confidence for leaving the Republican Party and becoming an independent. Next week, I will show you my registration card. I will have it. My voter registration card, which says I am now an independent. I'll scan it. I'll try to put it up. But, uh, hey, thank you very much for listening and watching, everyone. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much to our sponsors. For Joe Aguirre, this is Jim Battisti saying good night and God bless. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying stop the divide, hashtag right in. can expect another wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you don't have your home service for mosquito control and you find you're spending most of your outside time swatting those little pests, 
or you did have your yard sprayed but you still have bites all over your body, you're in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. All mosquito control service is not the same. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product, one-size-fits-all service program. You can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for the season whatever it takes to provide superior results. The promise is awarded them an industry-leading customer retention rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCNCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade DeCesare and enjoy the rest of the summer mosquito-free.